All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are back to playing Werewolf the Apocalypse tonight with the with the finale, maybe, sort of. We think uh, we'll see. It might take one episode, it might take two. Uh, we'll see. They're 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 planning some interesting ideas. Some interesting ideas. Uh, <laughs> unsurprisingly, they're splitting the party like four or five four or five ways. So I'm sure that'll be great. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But uh, doing final XP spends. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see how that uh, that works out. I also dropped two rules that we haven't really been using too frequently, but probably could have helped a few of you in some cases. Because I know yeah. some of you were struggling for rage and stuff at certain points. You could have actually done like merciless willpower or desperate rage and everything. But I dropped it in there. Just a little reminder. Not, not I'm not trying to flex or anything or threaten. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to. Hopefully it came across that way, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we're going to Signal Mountain tonight. Uh, real place, in fact. Uh, the paramilitary base in the weird uh, black ziggurat in the Umbra. Probably not real. Uh, I don't think, but I've never actually been there. But it's out west, so we could probably, I don't want to drive all the way out there. It's too far. Uh, but it is a real place, and it sounded perfect. So I'm like, hey, they're doing signals. Where are we going to have it based out of? Signal Mountain. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So anyhow, uh, let's let's uh, let's get going. Let's do some intros and let's just dive right in. So, Jeremy, tell us about Eustace. Yeah. Eustace Hart, uh, Philodox uh, Heart Warden. Just a nice guy. And uh, <laughs> spent my last little bit of XP bumping up etiquette. So that's important. <laughs> it totally will be. <laughs> when you get captured and you're trying to uh, mm -hmm. trying to you just know, politely negotiate. talk my way out of things. Just <laughs> It's so good. Just say you're trying to make an Amazon delivery. That's what it was, you know? That's exactly. all it was. The whole thing. It's a warehouse right in our backyard. Yep. Uh, next up, Melissa, tell us about Selena. Uh, yeah, so Selena is our uh, aging hippie, uh, children of Gaia Theurge. Um, I went with what's actually a relatively kind of lower level uh, Theurge gift called Brother Scent. Uh, where basically is when you're in Hamid form and as long as you are kind of like dressed like you belong to be in a certain place, nobody really pays too much attention to you. Okay. So I mean, we'll see if that, that works out for you. Because we'll that, that is totally going to make up for the fact that I have absolutely zero pips in anything that even remotely connects Why? to a social skill. <laughs> Why didn't you boost up your skills related to Hare's Leap? You could have leapt over the wall. Ooh. Or you could have leapt up onto the tower where the sniper is going to totally pick all of you off. So. Uh, you know, it, 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 nope. isn't that the whole, like, you know, continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different That's results like, from going in a different direction? I just, <laughs> I absolutely loved in Aaron's uh, Warhammer game last week, how Melissa still couldn't leap on a completely different character. She tries to leap onto <laughs> a train, completely misses, <laughs> smashed against the train, just gets dragged all over the place. Oh, so good. So good. That's what you get for cheating all the time. That's what you get. <laughs> Uh, next up, Evan, tell us about Duke Dustfang. Uh, yeah, I'm playing old man Duke Dustfang. He is currently inhabiting a fire spirit, as he should, only natural. And he is going to unleash it on Signal Mountain, and he doesn't care what happens. Okay, okay. When you guys uh, were talking about possibly getting the pitcher plant uh, kaiju spirit, <laughs> I'm like, that's going to be fun if you guys decide to do that. I thought, I, it was in the back of my mind as a possibility of something you guys might try, so I was like, I was ready for it in case you guys went that route. And I had a plan. I'm like, whew, whew, that's going to be exciting. 
Uh, but uh, but no, Stargazer's left. Stargazer's left. Uh, next up, Kipser. Tell us about Lou. Uh, <clears throat> Lou is a uh, ragabash glasswalker who uh, works a little bit as a detective on the side. Uh, has a kid who's currently uh, run away, but probably that's safer for them right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So Lou's not particularly upset about him. Knows that he can take care of himself, and Jeff will not kill him off screen. Me? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yep. Not- no, yep. no, yep. no, yep. I yep. wouldn't kill him anyway. I would, yep. I would have him, I, that, that wouldn't be the worst thing that could happen to him. So I would have him align with like vampires or something like that. That's what cool I would. Cool bond. Yeah. Parenting yeah. is not a mystery. Parenting is a whole different thing. I don't know if you've been paying attention at all to my, uh, my Twitch tag game that I've been, I, I've been messing around with it every now and then. And so for a lot of the game, I was doing random hippie references and things. Uh, Because I usually can get like nine tags that make sense, but then I have a tenth and I don't know what to do with the tenth. So the 10th tag for tonight. You know what it is? Oh my God. I can see it. Yes. It's good parenting, which is a thing on Twitch. Is it so people are turning into Twitch to see some good parenting? And they're gonna get it. Oh no. (laughs) Eustace, you're doing a great job at it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then finally, Aaron, tell us about Jacques. Uh, Jacques Quayaclaw is a wolf who was called by the Green Mother to serve as a Garou soldier under the full moon as an Arun warrior. As a red town, he wants nothing more to return to the wolf and never see a human again, but he knows his duty. Very nice. Very nice. So, last time around... You all were collecting allies, information, etc. still on Echo Lab's locker room and this secret site that they seem to have at the place called Signal Mountain. Uh, Jacques and Duke, you managed to recruit a survivor named Armando Bloodwind from the Sept at the Kofa Wildlife Refuge. Now, despite having kind of given himself over to, I think it was Hirano, um, he agreed to help you. And uh, he, uh, he kind of presuming it would be his death to a certain degree, but he, he agreed to help. Uh, Later, the three of you headed north. You went to a series of wildfires that were threatening a bunch of different Phoenix suburbs and things like that. And that's where you all, the two of you, uh, Duke and Jacques, pleaded with a fire spirit who temporarily bound itself to Duke. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, Selena and Lou, you pass into the Umbra to continue your surveillance of Sasha Bennett, who's the head of Echo Labs. Uh, And you learned that she had a whole shitload of spiritual surveillance and defenses and including Lou, you notice this sort of swarming, this fly swarm uh, that was popping up when you fa- got fairly close to her home. Uh, later, when you were, when you returned home, Lou, as you already mentioned, Lucas had packed a bag and left. Uh, but there was this little ice cream truck that maybe it was just coincidence. Maybe it was just timing. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, that just passed by outside. Um, and then finally, uh, Eustace, you treated with Mother Morella, uh, who revealed that there is a power, like you guys were sus- suspecting this already, but you re- revealed that there is a powerful spirit, a thunderbird is what it was described as that had been imprisoned in Signal Mountain. It's not necessarily going to be your enemy per se, or it could be your enemy, but it's, it's very powerful and very angry. And there's the potential for just massive wide, wide scale, uh, destruction if, uh, if it's not handled appropriately <laughs> so uh trying to give you the heads up on that you also spoke with titan uh who insisted that uh he didn't, they didn't want to hang back the, the young garrow didn't want to hang back they actually wanted to help uh, in the operations against signal mountain so that's more or less what happened last time 
Uh, I want to pick up with Lou first and foremost, uh, as we are still uh, in your apartment for a moment, uh, simply because I would like you to roll a Hirano test uh, as you are. So basically, this is whenever your, you know, your touchstones and things are threatened or something happens with them. So in this case, he's run away. Uh, Poor Lucas. He has had enough. He's been it's been a rough couple of weeks for him. Uh, so a Hirana test is very simply, it's a dice pool equal to the amount of filled boxes you have of both the Hirano and Hogloss trackers to a minimum of one. So as you always are going to roll at least one, uh, and no rage dice is in this and you need to hit one success. So I have one dice and I have rolled one success. Okay. So you managed to hold it together. You're not going to take up any more Hirano at this point. Uh, but you do, you do know. Uh, that he has packed a bag, all of all of the things that he would normally hang out. He's left every, you know, he hasn't taken everything with him. Yeah, but he's taken the most important bits and pieces with you, with him, and he he's been kind of dodging your calls and your texts of late. Yeah. Okay. So Lou's left like her goodbye message for him mm-hmm. to read when he's feeling more comfortable. She's going to look and survey this sort of empty apartment the empty fridge the empty thing she sees that ice cream truck um, and she's going to quickly whip out her phone while she starts heading towards the door she's going to text riley um about to do something dumb like six years ago do not leave the hospital uh lucas uh, may be around watch out for him um and check the garbage dump Now, the garbage dump is a keyword for them, um, and she's going to take a USB of all the information she collected on the company so far and put it in an envelope. And as she runs out that door and is going to try to follow the ice cream truck, if she passes by a uh, mailbox, she's going to dump that in the mailbox for it to go to a drop box that Riley owns. Okay. Uh, No answer from Riley, but message, message is left. Uh, he would obviously great. know what it Hopefully means. Hopefully he's asleep and yeah. doesn't leave the hospital. Sadly, he lost his arm. Uh, yes. So, and then you said you wanted to try to follow the ice cream truck. Is that right? Yes. And then, okay. oh, uh, quickly text. Uh, Eustace is the most likely to have a phone, sadly. <laughs> uh, found truck leaving apartment following it. Okay. Found right. ice cream truck. Okay. Uh, and so we'll cut then to... Guys Grove, I'm assuming, maybe, Eustace. Is that where you are mm-hmm. at? Okay. Uh, we can, uh, Selena, I believe, is there as well. And if we want, Duke, Jacques, you, you two can be back there if you would like. Okay. So all four of you, we'll say later in the day, last time we saw, maybe it's nighttime, et cetera. The four of you are together. You get a message, Eustace, from Lou. I presume you filled each other in on everything yeah. that you've gone down with. So what are you four up to down here? Ah. Uh. Um, we're planning, okay. right? Are we going to try to call in the stargazers and, and other allies to assist in this assault, or are we going to try to do this ourselves? I mean, we can ask. I mean, they, they approach things kind of like shepherding some of these great spirits, so if nothing else, they might be opposed to that Thunderbeard, Thunderbird being held up. Uh, Maybe yeah. at the very least we should let them know that that's what we're attempting to do is free it in the event that we fail. Perhaps they can motivate others to attempt it. 
Good point. Good limb now. And if they choose to come, maybe they don't come for the assault, but they just come for the backup of Thunderbird wrangling. Mm. While Calming we, we free it, perhaps. they take mm-hmm. care of that while we finish the rest of what we're doing. Now the question is, do we try to assault through the Umbra? Through that spiritual miasma that's around Signal Mountain? Or do we split our forces? And if we split our forces, are we picking up this woman you've been tailing and are we using her as a way in? I don't think so. I've been spending a bit of time kind of getting back to my seared roots a bit. And I think I might have something that could help us a bit. I can basically pick up the scent of another in the area and just seem like I fit in. So if we've got some clothes or a uniform or anything like that to help with this, I can just, people will overlook me. And unless anyone knows me personally, they just, I smell like everybody else. I look like I belong. Unless I do something completely stupid, just kind of there. How, how are the rest of us going to get in then? Maybe through the Umbra? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to free the Thunderbird, we're going to have to see the Thunderbird. Or at least where it's being caged. Yeah, I'm hard that we don't split ourselves up. I mean, that just seems to be general operating procedure at this point. Well, and, isn't uh, Lou chasing a truck? Yeah, so that was actually what I was going to bring up. Um, really want to focus on this, but I feel like if we don't help her with that, she's going to be run off on a tangent and we won't all be focused in a direction. She's out. A disciple of the Weaver, anyway. I'm not 100% sure that she's not working with these. I mean, oh, come don't, on. You don't know even say that. Of course she's not. I mean, maybe like and only 50% working with them, you know. Not even. You You are just the worst. I'm on of fire, course. okay? I'm going to go lay in the water <laughs> of our spirit because I'm really hot. That's the thing. When you stand <laughs> next to him, like, fire is bad uh, with werewolves. And uh, you guys are feeling like an immense amount of heat. It's like standing next to like a boiler room and the boiler's open and you're standing. That's what it feels like. His eyes have this glowing orange ember to it. Uh, You know, he sounds the same and he's acting the same. Like you're not, but you can feel Duke like in the back of your mind. Like there is a presence there. It's just sort of eating and burning away at you. And it's like where it's kind of wearing you down. It's kind of exhausting. Uh, Like your physical body is, is sort of the longer you keep this in you, the more and more your physical body kind of begins to deplete Eustace Duke has made a great sacrifice to 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 bind this spirit we have to act now before it destroys him yeah I agree I just I would plead if possible for you to try and find Lou at the very least find Lucas try and find some resolution that's see working together 
however you might feel about uh, her uh, connections, she loves her child. There's a good chance that child is going to become part of the pack. That's important. I'd at least plead to you to think on it in that way. Uh, so maybe me and Duke can go off, do our umbral nonsense, and if maybe y'all can work together, wrangle her up, and we'll like pincer maneuver. I don't know what you call it. Yes, we we will gather Lou. I, I'm I'm not sure that we can prioritize finding Lucas before we do this, and she'll just sort of look at uh, at Duke. I think as like we might just the, need to wrangle her. Yes, yeah, footsteps and, are like smoldering the ground as he's walking towards. <laughs> uh, Eustace, can you text Lou and just see if we can get her meet her right. where she's at? Okay. Kind of. He starts to, but he's got like a flip. He doesn't even have like a decent cell phone. He's got a flip phone. <laughs> it's one of those things where you have to tap the same button like three times <laughs> right. to do a different letter. <laughs> So weird. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, we'll say we cut and we see there's Lou uh, in a North Phoenix uh, suburb. Um, modest, nothing fancy. It's not Scottsdale. And we can see her in a car kind of staking out um, where there is a home, the carport where the ice cream truck is pulled in. Uh, and Lou, you watch as a a uh, middle-aged Hispanic man pops out, he's wearing coveralls or so, uh, and he walks inside the house. Does this appear to be like the hell ice cream trucks, or is this a legitimate ice cream truck? Uh, well, I don't think you ever actually saw uh, what truck was going around True. because it was all here's is all like kind of secondhand, and they just sort of referred to it like an ice cream truck as a metaphor and not literally an ice cream truck. Is it a cabbage? Is it a cabbage? Then we're delaying our assault on signal. Yeah. So sorry. Can, like, harass uh, some but it, it very much looks like dude. an ice cream truck. It's okay. very much an ice cream truck. Yeah. Just for uh, sort of a calmness of mind, um, Lou is going to turn into lupus form. Her lupus form is the Clement lupus, which means I look more like a dog than anything else. Uh, okay. And she's just going to like take a peek into the ice cream truck, then go back to the car if it is a normal ice cream truck uh, and and go back to the, the Grove just to prove. Sure. You, uh, yeah, you peek inside. Um, as far as you can tell, there's, there's nothing in there that looks untoward. Then there's 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 no signs of any particular corruption. There's probably a very minor, like extremely minor, like weaver spirit in there that seems to be controlling the inner workings of the refrigeration. Uh, but that seems to be about it. She's going to quickly just take pictures of the license plate uh, and okay. then she'll head back to her. I guess she's in, in wolf form. She'll just get a whiff of the scent of it and then head back and she's going to go to the grove. Yeah. Okay. All right. She will, she will head back on her own. So eventually we'll say that Lou joins up, having taken pictures of a poor, hardworking man's ice cream truck. And all of you together, uh, current plan on the table is, uh, I think, Eustace and Duke assaulting via or heading over there via the Umbra. 
possibly the other three in the physical? Is that the plan? Is that the plan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jacques, maybe plan. we can do, and, and she <laughs> almost hesitates to bring it up, but um, I imagine they have like a leash or something in like that little fanny pack thing with like the clothes and whatever, and she'll kind of like hold it up like, might be able to work on is, the he's in lupus form he growls and he shakes the fur on the back of his shoulders raises but then he he nods his head he looks at you to basically say if you don't let me go when it's time to let me go I will call for a duel Selena and I'll eat your heart <laughs> <laughs> she'll just leap away <laughs> will she <Okay. laughs> probably not uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so last call so we're at that that final save point uh at the end of the role-playing game end of final fantasy like is there anything else you all are doing before you head over to signal mountain well we notified we notified obviously adora and the rest yeah. of our sept and, mm-hmm. and you can bring anyone you want with you well i would say you could bring you can bring war child's pack you could bring titan and the young guru um Bodhi's pack is still recovering. Hector, though, if you wanted to bring Hector, you could do that. So you can bring them. Uh, uh, The way we'll mechanically treat it, like you can either send groups to do various things and that could give you bonuses in what you're doing, or you can bring them with you and that'll give you bonuses as well. I'm not going to necessarily play every single individual NPC, but we'll treat them as bonuses and such. But you're welcome to bring whoever you want. How about we use War Child's pack and, and the youngsters uh, to basically do a, a fake assault on the perimeter, you know, just a run and gun striking mm-hmm. at them to kind of, you know, split their defenses, put them in a little bit of a chaotic pattern, might give us a better chance to slip in in the physical. Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to And suggest. then maybe, maybe Ruin or one of the young or one of the other people who's good in the Umbra help you guys navigate through the Umbra, give you a little boost okay. on your travel through there. All right. Yeah. Just make it clear that they're a distraction, not like a you need to actually assault. Because we want them to be able to pull back if if we fail so that there are others who knows what's going on. And then in terms of like our goal there, like obviously we're wanting to free the Thunderbird. Um, Outside of that, are we just generally like create mayhem, blow this place up? Like are we bringing grenades? Like what's kind of the like physical world plan here of like... What are we doing do, with the? Do we have explosives? Do any of you have the ability to acquire them? Did you take certain nope. perks that allow you to get certain arsenals I'm a wolf. and things? <laughs> I mean, I got a fire spirit and some about it, so <laughs> I am a walking. It's way better than a grenade. Yeah, We've yeah. seen Lou's really good at uh, disrupting tech. I uh, and I I'm do... actually pretty good at it too at the moment. I, I have yeah. one pip contact that I've never used one for anything, two. so. Well, not to mention, once we hit it, you know, we can pull, possibly pull, you know, stun grenades or gas grenades. Yeah, you can steal stuff from them and stuff, yeah. And if they've got munitions, I mean, hell, you can put together a relatively quick jellied gasoline bomb inside of about 30 minutes, fuse it, blow it, 
Good to go. Duh, Throw Melissa. Throw some nails in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. What a I feel like this is the situation where I have a one-tip contact, which is the breaking the fourth wall that like I can talk to okay. Aaron, who is the like, okay. contact in the, the demolitionist. <laughs> Call up your friend in California. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I figured okay. if we cause a big fuss... And if we can release enough spirits, the spirits will do most of the damage for us. And we'll just kind of like deal mm. with the, yeah, that's the hope. that we spill get, out. We get so we the Thunderbird have, free like, and then we let him just And there's havoc. the there's the fire, there's the other fire spirit too. So there's more than just him. So mm -hmm. like the idea is yep. to like try and release all of them and in their rage, they just do what they want. And then obviously, and given that we know they do weird things that try to mess with your head, everybody drink up before we go. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good idea. Uh, when did you get here? Uh, I've been here for a little while. Uh, it was, uh, I think, a legitimate ice cream truck, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, did, you well, know, did you bring the vanilla back for Eustace then? Uh, I'm sorry, Eustace. Uh, they were closed for the evening. Oh, it's no worries at all. I actually have a uh, vanilla porter I made recently, so it's oh. it's all fine. And then I think one of the last things we would maybe do is tell Mother Morella that mm -hmm. if we fail to make sure that she makes contact with Princess and the Mage and lets the Rocky Mountain Spirit know what's going on, because it could be targeted eventually if these people get powerful enough. Yeah. Is, is Signal Mountain part of the mountain range, or is it too far away? No. No. no too no, far it's away. Not part, it's not part of the Rocky Mountain, no. Mm -hmm. Nice. Light another cigarette. Here we go. Yeah, the only thing Duke wants to do is commune with our water spirit for a blessing of water. Would that be a good idea with fire inside of you? Well, I, Duke is on fire. So <laughs> yeah. he's just looking to you know balance cool it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I will say this though. I mean, like you can absolutely do that, Duke, but you have probably never felt such resistance uh from your Karen spirit before. Uh, as there is certainly a, um, I wouldn't say animosity, but there is definitely, uh, there, there's, there's definitely some antagonism, uh, you don't get the sense that they're enemies, but there's something just about their existential natures that are, are keeping them repulsed like a magnet might. Uh, and so that itself is, is sort of causing some trouble and the, whatever relief you get from getting cooled down, it's very, very fleeting. Okay. Right, let's move out and draw fire. Okay. Are we assuming yes. this is nighttime, daytime? I assume I'm assuming under the cover of darkness is sort of the deal. Okay. I yeah, would probably let the moon one more time. Okay. Oh, so yes. How let's moon. Everyone loads up. War Child's pack. Titan and his crew. Rune goes with Eustace and Duke. And you all begin heading out. We'll assume we don't have to describe it, but we'll assume that War Child. And Titan know exactly what time sinking watches or whatever it might be that they're supposed to be getting. All of that's fine. We don't have to, you know, have to go through all of it. And we'll say that you all head west. It's a ways away. It's like a good two hours away from from Gaia's Grove. Uh, but eventually we'll say you all arrive. And you can see from a distance uh, in the night, in the darkness, that there is a mountain that's lit up. Uh, also to the north, you can also see uh, not that far away. The nuclear, the nuclear generating station is like just to the north of there. 
Uh, they're not immediately next to one another, but they're within very close distance. Uh, but when you all arrive, we'll say you, you stay, you keep your distance at first so that you can situate yourselves however you want, uh, but you're a few miles away and, and, the, and it's a otherwise very empty area. Uh, there's the generating station. There's this strange paramilitary base on top of a mountain to the, to the south of that. There's no nearby towns. The closest towns are a good 20, 30 minutes away. Uh, so you're not really worried about them being seen. There's highways, but they're very fleeting uh, in terms of traffic. And so there's not, there's not a whole lot of folks on here. Anyone who really is around these areas tends to be working at one of these places, uh, especially this time of night. Uh, so those of you uh, who are looking to go into the Umbra, uh, Eustace, Duke, and, uh, and Rune, shadow, write a shadow passage. Do either of you have it? No, we kind of have to probably rely on Selena. Or... Does Selena have to go in if she does it or no? Great question. I, I was going to ask that earlier. but uh, Before you or, go or in, does Rune have it? we should all put the uniforms on yeah. just as a general wear and tear. Uh, for costuming, if worst case scenario. Yeah, it's just well, opening a way. I, I don't think that I have to go through it. I can open it for you. Okay. That's fair. Can they get back out? Uh, we'll say Rune has it. I'm okay with saying Rune has it. She's, okay. she's, she is a she's a mystic basically. So I, I don't see any reason why she wouldn't have this types of stuff. Uh, okay. Um, I am going to make a roll for her. Uh, based upon a difficulty. So this is you all bidding each other good luck. Uh, those of you staying in the physical world, you know what you're doing. Those of you heading inside, doing something else. And then... And we did inform the sky people, right? Yeah. And we talked about doing that. I know Duke, Duke has their number, so he can just let them know. Call okay. them, make them aware, and then... Yeah. Yeah, okay. The sky Sorry. people? It's the star gazers. Yeah, skydivers. Part of them, and you wanted to see. You can't even get their name. I right. just the the word just here. flew my mind. <laughs> the sky so, people. <laughs> Rune gets Eustace, Duke. The three of you join hands. Eustace, you can feel Duke's palm is just burning through your so skin. So sweaty. It's just it's <laughs> not in, it's inflamed. Basically, you can see like the the cuticles of his fingernails and such. Are, are almost melting to a certain degree, right? And you can tell that Rune is struggling. Uh, and there's a bit of bead of sweat coming down. I'm have to spend some willpower actually to see if she gets through. Uh, and she says to you, "It's strong here. Something." And you can see as she's doing that, her face begins to vein uh, a bit up. And her, her whole, like, her complexion just becomes filled with, like, blood and red. But eventually, the three of you, uh, you can kind of feel that that sheath of the gauntlet begin to open. And as you push through, it does feel like you all are going through uh, an extraordinarily stiff, almost like hurricane gale force wind as you try to push through. You can feel little kind of shards mm -hmm. cutting away at your arms left and right. But eventually... You do pass through. Um, mostly what you see along and around you are mountains in this kind of weird geometric surrealist like landscape. The highways themselves, uh, they look longer and winding than they are in the real 
But the thing that stands out to you more than anything else is the black but glowing ziggurat that seems to be partly hovering and rotating on this like kind of multiple axes uh, over top of what moments ago was the physical signal mountain. And you can see that it's just continuing to tumble in all sorts of directions. And there's light that's pulsing from it going out. These these strange vectors and lines are just weaving left and right and left and right and then fading and, and, and sort of disappearing. Um, you also notice, uh, Eustace and Duke, that there are periodic orbs of some kind of color, some of them shifting and changing, kind of moving about in the air or what you presume to be the air. Some of them not quite coming out all the way to where you are, but they're getting further away and then they cycle back some kind of scouting system probably. And then when you peer off to the North, uh, you, you see where that, that generating station is. There is this kind of massive looking like piston that just seems to like undulate up and down. Like it's constantly in this stabbing motion into the ground over and over and over. And it just has the look of just someone with a knife or a sword just constantly stabbing the earth one after the other. It's a very painful looking depiction of the generating station itself. So what do the three of you do? All right. This might sound weird, but my good instinct is to think like Thunderbird, air spear, right? Hydraulic piston, right? They're beating the shit out of it so that the air energy pumps it to create all that energy. I think we need to fuck that place up. The piston is the generating, the nuclear generating station. It's not the signal item. That's just something you can see. There's basically only things you can see on the. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I'm fine if you wanted to. <laughs> I miss. Well, I, I'm, I'm listening to that, and I think we need to go for the obelisk because the the big black pyramid. Thing. My spatial relativity of what you're describing in my I'm head kidding. was not matching. Because <laughs> isn't that isn't that match what uh, your visions were, right, Rune? Was this, was that, does that? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's at this point, she's kind of babbling a little bit, uh, describing what she's seen. Like she sees it now. Cause she's only ever seen this, this, mm-hmm. this place in her mind. Mm-hmm. This ziggurat is kind of spindle, the lights, etc. All of those are things that she's only seen. And she grabs onto your arm, Eustace, as you, you the two of you have bonded. And she's like, I, I've not been wrong. Just remember. I have a very bad feeling. If right, I don't well, make it out, tell Titan and the others that that I love them. She yeah, gra- well, the thing really is, tight. you're going to tell them that because we're going to go in. Your job is to stay here and stay safe because somebody's got to get us back, right? But what if you need to get out a different way? What if you need to come back into the real What if you're inside that place and you need to get out and back into the physical? Well, then that's on me. Do you know how? I know you can no. travel this place. Then I'm coming. With what you. I'm saying is that I want you to stay here and stay safe. If I don't make it back, then that's on me. I'm coming with you. If she wants to come, she wants to come. We don't have to like enter it. We need to do the ritual to pull the Thunderbird out of it. So we don't have to go 
too close. Right, like you all get the big brains. Fair enough. Okay. And so we'll say the three of you begin your direction there. Uh, I need whoever's leading the way. So Eustace, I would assume. Uh, I need you to roll uh, an occult wisdom test as you try to get your way into the direction uh, of that place. Occult oh, wisdom, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to <laughs> hang around out here pretty well, but finding your way. I can, I can do can lead, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Umbra is not survival. Uh, okay. It is, it is it's about uh, Yeah, let me... About, yeah, you can roll too, dude. It's fine. If you wanted to be hold on before we move forward, um, Duke is going to like get everyone together, the two of them, and he is going to um, start to rake against his body and he's going to use Song of Valor. Mm. That's the willpower reroll. So, okay, let's see if we can get that off before we go too deep. All right, is that the one where you can reroll as many dice as you want? Yeah, just the three of us. Whoever, because we're the only ones here. But. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to re-roll one. I'll re-roll a couple more. Just so that way we can get it to go off. Oh, yeah, two successes. Yeah, I need three. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right, so it goes off. All right. So whoever's leading the way, trying to get from where you all entered to actually getting to the place. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and make that roll for me as you try okay. to navigate the terrain. Sounds good. I mean, I can roll, but I have no occult. That's so weird. <laughs> no occult. So yeah, like Eustace doesn't study the occult; he just kind of goes by vibes. Oh god! Oh, it's not letting me do that. Let me do a foil. <laughs> they're gonna get lost. I know. <laughs> they are, they're gonna blow I, up the oh. I am the occult. Okay. Come oh, out no. someplace around Vegas. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <the wrong> turn. <laughs> Our plan is already going wrong. That is a brutal outcome uh, on his occult slash strength. Two successes, but a brutal outcome. Okay. All right. Four successes, awesome. I think, total. I get two, uh, but he... Two oh, successes from two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Eustace and Duke... Uh, the two of you leading leading uh, leading rune, you progress forward all the while, the spinning, the spinning, the tumbling, the spinning. The closer you get, you start to realize that lines and spotlights are kind of being thrown this way and that. And there's whole swaths of the Umbra, uh, the kind of sort of surreal like terrain in front of you that just seems to get lit up from time to time as those those lights pass by. Um, and it's. Around this time, Duke, when you feel as you're getting closer and closer, like the the spirit in you is just beginning to just pulse and pulse and pulse. And you says, as you as you're following Duke, you just notice one of his arms just lights up into flame and Duke's whole entire physical arm within, you know, what would normally be a physical arm within the umber itself is just this this inflamed looking uh, torch. And then the second one does as well. And he's kind of walking around now with these slithers, these tendrils moving out. Uh, Duke, you can feel that the fire spirit inside of you is already trying to burst free. Uh, I need you to roll and this is contested a stamina, uh, stamina plus resolve test 
to try to keep this from bursting free before you even get to where you need to go. Let me just okay. Remember how I said I got all those dice? I'm going to put all of them it together. It sounds like you have more game. dice than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a very powerful power card. All right. Well, good thing I can re-roll as many as I want. Okay. I didn't roll great. Did not roll great. Well, let me... And then I can re-roll one more. Wouldn't let me... Red. Mm -hmm. All right, I only got two. Okay, uh, so I got five successes. You may. You said you didn't do great. I uh, there were six other dice in there that didn't get successes. <laughs> uh, so fewer than half oh, of my dice crap. got successes. Uh, so five successes um, versus your three difference of two. Uh, so go ahead, and you're going to take two points of aggravated damage. Uh, as your body in the physical world begins to basically melt away. And that is the only reason why the fire spirit hasn't completely burst from your body yet. Eustace, you can probably just tell from looking at this, something is absolutely and horrifically wrong, uh, as it just seems like uh, the, the spirit is trying to break free. Uh, you guys progress. The fire beginning to overwhelm him. And we're going to cut then back to the physical world. So physical world, we've got the other three. Uh, what is your plan? We need to wait until Warchild and the others make their assault. Yep. Once, once Agreed. the security forces begin to deploy, we need to go in on foot quietly and intermingle with them uh, as they deal with our our with Warchild, and then we can pull back with them. Hopefully, of course, if we get caught. We're just going to die. <laughs> well, we wait one moment. I'm going to set up right of the forgotten record to give us at least uh, they won't be able to find us on the cameras, uh, maybe in security systems uh, afterwards anyway. Um, so Lou's going to like kind of reach out and draw in a bunch of littler spider spirits and sort of hug them a little bit and go make them forget us. And she'll just send out an army of small spiders to disrupt um, or at least long-term disrupt uh, remembering we were there. Okay. So it's a wisdom investigation. Go ahead and give that a roll. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, da -da. And the difficulty is increased uh, equal to the number of participants. Uh, oh, so this is Sorry. three, right? Oh, dear. Uh, yes, three people. Oh, um, okay. my I'm gosh. Going what, what did another you... brutal outcome. Another brutal yeah, outcome. I'm going oh, to use oh, one man. willpower at least to re-roll. There's a lot of spiders. I'm going to use one willpower to re-roll three of those. Okay. Uh, D10. Uh, oh dear. Okay, yeah. you got one. One, one success, yeah. one additional That's all you success. Need. You need, I think you needed three successes because you had three people. Yes. Okay. A brutal outcome. There's a specific instruction for this in your right. A brutal outcome means that the spirits have strayed too close to the mind of someone who encountered the characters before, such as an FBI investigator, for example, who will resume or restart an investigation, unable to get the faces or characters out of their head. So whether or not that comes with the play, it's not going to come into play like right this moment. So it could have been a lot worse. Duke's is way worse than yours. 
because uh, it's in the moment. Uh, yours, however, <laughs> in the epilogue, Ooh. Lou's going to be in jail. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those people from the diner. <laughs> so what what we will say is as you let things loose, you do feel as though you have kind of called upon too much. Like you've over and like you've overtaken more than you've taken in more than you need and you've sent out more spiders begin start flying this way and that, which likely will land in places they're not supposed to land, carrying data and images that they're not supposed to and maybe one of these people uh Maybe one Everything of definitely is working exactly as I intended. All right. Okay. So as the three of you get relatively closer in the physical world, uh, you do notice that there is a very long entry point uh, that starts on ground level, eventually starts going up the mountain a ways. Uh, and you can see that there is a checkpoint halfway up the slope before actually getting to what looks to be some kind of uh, kind of, you know, hurricane fenced uh, opening lights galore it is extremely well lit uh all the way up that road and all the way along the base and the outside of this compound uh it definitely looks walled with some like cinder block walls which is fairly common for arizona so you see like these big cinder block walls what looks like some kind of um a few of of these very extraordinarily large towers they almost look like these something out of like a medieval medieval castle like a parapet just sticking straight up uh, and you can see that occasionally kind of moving around and rotating, there's a spotlight that just comes around and lights up a huge section of the wilderness uh, and the slope of the mountain itself. Uh, we'll say that you tasked Warchild and Titan's packs with maybe hitting them like separate locations, maybe away from the mm-hmm. entrance. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and we'll say maybe a howl or something to uh, in the distance to kind of signal mm-hmm. to go. And we'll say as you're waiting there, you hear the howl of a wolf in the distance. Uh, and just like that, you notice almost immediately a couple of those towers, the lights, not all of them, uh, they immediately turn uh, almost like the Sau- like Sauron from Lord of the Rings and just kind of stare towards these the flanks of, the, uh, of this compound. Uh, and you hear the sounds of distant gunfire. Um, what would the three of you like to do? Well, Jacques will allow Selena to leash him at this point as he's in his bow and give her the nod that says we need to we need to make our move. Now, can we go up the slope in the dark and try to get past that first checkpoint so we're like inside their perimeter? You absolutely can try. Absolutely. Lou's okay. not going to be in this. The uniform that we have, does it have like a hat or is it mostly just a jacket and pants? Yeah, it's mostly just sort of like coverall type of thing. Um, it's more like a because I, I think you guys looted like the um, like the technician stuff, right? Because you looted mm-hmm. some of the technician things from out from over by uh, Whispering Sands. I think that's what you have on you because most of the locker room ones that you guys had killed, you ripped them to shreds. Yeah, or uh, but the tech, <laughs> but the tech guys, you probably could have looted some. So you mostly have like that kind of tech equipment from Echo Labs. Okay. Yeah. So For now, you could probably I'm repair not- them and stitch them together. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, use Milky. I'm not going to go into a wolf form to use Milky Eye just yet. I'm just going to kind of run along. Okay. Uh, so, who would like to roll the stealth test for you guys? What I'm gonna I'm gonna treat it like you're whoever has the best stealth can roll it. Uh, but then you're gonna add two rage dice to your roll uh, for carrying for bringing other people with you. Uh, my stealth dex is six dice. It's pretty good. Uh, four. All right. 
Jacques, uh, you're on the leash. The wolf is out front, uh, sniffing, scenting, listening, being very careful, and trying to lead Selena and Lou. So we're going to roll your six, but add two more rage dice. How do you add rage dice? Uh, I think you can just temporarily... Oh, your rage is already maxed. Just, yeah. <laughs> you can do a separate... This is going to go over great. You can do a separate roll. <laughs> okay. You can do a separate Ooh. roll. Cool. Boy. Mm. Third brutal Another outcome brutal today. outcome. Are you shitting Unbelievable. me? Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> okay, you maybe I should have done the milky eye from the get-go. I was just going to wait. A little bit before we got on yeah. I mean, we, we just all decided we wanted this to be the final episode one way or the other. Right. Yeah. We're wow. forcing it. It's a will. Yeah. We're willing it. Uh, Usually the, the TPK are... kind of guy, oh but God. I guess that the dice are telling me it's what wow. it is. Wow. Well, I got four successes uh, and a brutal outcome. Okay, four successes is still pretty great. Um, but what will happen, we'll say, uh, as you are leading them up the slope, trying to bypass the checkpoint, uh, you all you will hear kind of a call out uh, at one point, uh, kind of doing like a call response, uh, and they'll someone will just call out thunder. Just kind of throw out like this, this just basic phrase, and they're waiting for a response. You you feel light suddenly start shining on you guys from different directions, and you hear a, a voice from the darkness call out. Um, and what do you guys do? <laughs> well, well, Jacques a wolf, so he's not. He's yeah, not he can't do anything. Do we remember Oof. any saying that? Cause we've heard some code words before, haven't we? But not this one. Uh, I mean, you tell me. Lightning. Yeah, notes. that's what I was. I was just gonna say I mean, lightning because pass, pass sure. and challenges usually change on at least a six-hour yeah. basis. But it, we can just yeah. <laughs> but that's sure. okay. tell me what you want to do. Lightning. Okay, lightning. Time, and you hear the <laughs> click of a weapon from from in the darkness somewhere. Jacques is just shaking his wolf head. He's like, well, <laughs> <crap."> <laughs> no lightning back. Okay, you uh, yell lightning. lightning back. Okay. All right. And then you hear, what the fuck are you doing outside? Get your asses in. I have to go pee. And there isn't, like, the toilets are really just, bad right now. I just We're coming. Can't. We're coming. He shoots. just anything but that. Jacques, Jacques is going to kill Lou himself. That's what you come up with? There was a circus. <laughs> circus. He had to go see the circus. He get up and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You have bathrooms on base. Now is not the time. We got intel. The wolves are coming. We're on it. We got it. We're on it. We're going. Get your, get your asses in here. Jesus freaking pee and as you walk back he smacks Lou in the back of her head ouch and sorry Jacques Jacques chuffs deep in his chest very much approving of this action yeah <laughs> and so currently the three of you are inside this sort of fenced walkway as you lead up to the main gates uh, that go into uh, into this this base like you've kind of bypassed that first checkpoint as you're walking up you notice that you are uh, you are flanked uh, on multiple well, on both sides basically by numerous 
well-armed uh, locker room agents. Um, all of you, all three of you, uh, even even those that aren't in lupus, you smell silver, uh, and you can see uh, in their like on their belts. You can see in some of their utilities, like you're getting that very clear scent of silver. They are armed and they are um, they are well equipped. Uh, but you get up to this main gate. And you can see that it's, it's again, it's man's operated. There's these two massive towers uh, that are flanking either side of it. The lights are kind of flying around left and right. Um, Selena, you, your ability, does it require a roll? So basically, it's, um, I'm just spending willpower. Okay. Um, so spending the willpower basically just says as long as the user is in a form suitable for the target gathering, which would be human in this situation, okay. uh, the guru's presence amid a group of strangers goes unnoticed unless the subjects are actively looking for a trespasser. In okay. that case, the gifts user gains the wisdom as a bonus to subterfuge or performance attempts to remain undercover. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give me that role then uh, as they Damn are it. kind of actively observing uh, as you come on it. It's going to be contested. Uh, as you might expect, as you start coming through and you're coming up to the main gate, you see this checkpoint, you see these people left or right, you see a couple guys in vehicles that are kind of staring out. Uh, you hear the sounds of a helicopter in the air just slowly coming out of the out of the darkness. You didn't hear it when you're out when you're outside and then just kind of came through over top. It seems to be landing in the compound itself. Uh, so go ahead. Um, either roll, whatever, whatever combo works best for you. Selena is fine with me. And uh, okay. roll my, this is, uh, roll my this awareness is test. Oh, I was really just hoping for the straight. All right, I got some willpower. <laughs> just hoping for the straight benefit because I ain't got shit in performance. Final, our, our final, the final like boss area. Are those usually the easiest places to? to I'm pretty sure. Were, yeah. I mean, yeah, I that was the simple <laughs> stuff. They want that you to finish your, the game. That was your victory lap. That was the victory <laughs> lap, right? The game. I. Cannot believe oh, oh, here we our rolls tonight. Here we go. Did you oh, get another okay, brutal outcome? I got a brutal outcome. Oh my god. Sure is no. shit. Literally every one, roll. Almost. A one, okay. a seven, and a nine. All right. I mean, I got two successes on three dice, but <laughs> hey, well, that's that's just Jeremy. That's how you roll, man. <laughs> Make me roll something terrible. I got it. <laughs> okay. So if I had you roll etiquette, you would totally brutal outcome that shit. Okay. Yes, so, I would have. Absolutely. So what how many total successes did you have, Selena? Uh, I had two. So you all are are kind of moving up this this path. You get the sense that they're getting ready for something. Like you're seeing a lot of them are, are kind of grouping up. They're gearing up. You can see a few of them are heading down that slope in, in what looks like Jeeps of some kind. They seem to be like gearing up and you get to the main entranceway into that would get you past those those big walls. And as you start going through, you got past the one guy who you said you had a pee and he smacked Lou in the back of the head. But right as you're going through, you see these red lights come down and scan over top of you. And you hear a voice from the darkness, hold. And you see stepping out of this dark, you know, this, this sort of a dark guardhouse. You see this big lumbering mass of a man that has to be at least six, eight, six, nine, 
and you see him coming out. He's not dressed in the kind of uniform that you're dressed in, but he's come stepping in. He has these goggles on uh, and they have like these little red, sort of like red lenses. And you hear the sounds of kind of flies swarming as he, oh, and he steps. And then Jacques, you smell it first. You smell dog wolf but not not you not not pure like there's this corruptive aspect to it mm-hmm. and you see these long silver chains coming out from this massive guys like these manacles he's wearing that he's connecting and you see these just almost hideous tattooed mangled uh looking well it's it's not even lupus form they're even bigger than that right and they start coming out, and you can see sort of burned into ours the spiral, like right on the foreheads. The dogs don't like them. I don't like them. And then you guys, the two of you watch, uh, the three of you watch as the two, these two massive wolves uh, begin coming closer. They jerk forward and they start barking. And every time they bark, you see this just just chunk of flies just erupt from their mouth. <laughs> and now surrounding you all is this huge swarm of flies. Give you a beat to do something if you want to do something. Um, where are the rest of these guards? Are like so are you they guys all are, around us too? So most of them, you are kind of passing by them as you along as you sort of are moving down. So where you're at is kind of the last. Well, last checkpoint in and so you can see that there are there's the towers you're kind of not in view of the towers themselves just because you've kind of gone underneath mm-hmm. them uh but in total you can see that there are four just normal human looking guards there's this big hulking dude and then there's the two wolves that's in the immediate area around you and is the pathway deeper into the mountain open in front of us if we you got could potentially, past all of these guys? You could potentially get past. Like what's on the other side as you kind of crush, you know, crash through the uh, th- those gates? Who knows? But yeah, you could potentially rush in there if you wanted. I think what Jacques would do, he kind of looks back up at Selena. Um, I think he's going to try to jam the technology in the 20 meters around him and see if he can shut down all the firearms and everything and disrupt it enough that maybe Lou and Selena can run in there while he causes enough ruckus here that they can get deeper into the mountain to do some damage. Okay. Uh, so this is your new ability, right? Yeah, jam technology. Yeah. It's a resolve plus honor pool. I got to do a rage check. Um, and then depending on how many successes I get determines how much of the technology is shut down. Okay. So does it say you can use, does it, does it have any limitations on form? Doesn't, uh, the Gera who learned this gift can extend the energies of the wild that exists within themselves to wreak havoc on technology. Wild spirit grants it, uh, cost action. No, not that I see. What's the name of it? It is Jam Technology. And then all equipment within 20 meters with a difficulty matching or falling below the table above stops the function for the duration of the gift, which is... Unless it specifically says it can be used in lupus, you can't use it in lupus. You can only use it in Glabro, Krinos, or Hispo. I'm in Hispo, though. Oh, you're in Hispo. My bad. My bad. I thought you said you were in lupus. My bad. Okay. Yeah, you're you're fine. Go for it. All right. Uh, Uh... 
Resolve plus honor. Let's see, what is my honor? Is three. So I'm going to roll resolve with awareness because my awareness is three, too. Is this going to like negatively affect Lou? Yeah, all her stuff is destroyed. <laughs> just, I do not have so anything running right now. But so what we're saying is it's a win-win? A win-win. <laughs> it's going to help her is what it's going to do. Oh. All right. I am going to spend a point of willpower to re-roll three dice. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anybody? So we're flanked on either side. Is there anybody that kind of is similar in appearance to either myself or Selena? What do you mean right. similar in appearance? What does that mean? Uh, same hair color, same eye color, female. Oh, well, yeah, there's women. You definitely see women. Uh, but all of them kind of have like hats and things on. So but there's there's women um, in terms of anybody in like lockroom gear. No, these are all just like. Or excuse me, in uh, Echo Labs, like gear, you don't see anything like that. You see everyone out here just looks to be guards right now. Okay, so I got five. Su- so I got five successes, which will shut down computers, electronics, including cameras, guns, mm-hmm. engines, any chemical reactions. So, so what does everything it, what except does it for look or mechanics. sound like as Jacques triggers this gift? I think what happens is is you guys hear Jacques growl deep in his chest, and then you hear the timbre of it change, and it sounds like rushing wind and storm clouds and thunder. It sounds like all of nature's fury coming out of his chest, and then it's just like this wave passes out from him uh, in 20 meters all around him, and then everything just kind of powers down as as he Oops. denies the weaver. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... As that happens, you can you use the big man and the dogs and these these black spiral dancers on leashes that you've heard about. They they aren't affected because there's no tech that they're using. But um, you can see they recoil for a moment uh, in this second. And he's like, intruders, they are not who they claim. And as he does so, like this huge swarm of flies come out of his mouth once more and begin swarming around all of you. Some of the guards turn and they go to fire down at you, like just not even just starting to fire. And and the guns just don't, they just seem to jam. Lou and Selena, you have a moment to do something. What do you want to do? I am going to switch to uh, Glabro, and I'm going to immediately pull up uh, Blur of the Milky Eye and try to uh, disappear into the building. Okay. Uh, so going into Glabro as a small, as like a sort of a fast action or whatever the hell it's called, mm. uh, that means it's going to be a minus, it's going to be a two dice penalty to dice penalty. do anything okay. else. Yeah. Okay. That's That should be okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna do Glabro as a fast action. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and then quickly, uh, oops, that's the wrong one. Uh, I need one rage check normally for Blur of the Milky Eyes, so two rage. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again. For okay, so you said it's a negative two dice penalty for any other action, would it be? Right, so- um, so it's just it's just uh, if it's a two dice it's a two dice penalty. So basically, when you try to do uh, when you try to do a, like a shift like that while also mm-hmm. doing something else that requires a roll on your turn, so to speak, you get a two yep. like whatever it is that is. It's a minus two penalty. So basically, okay. Oh, sorry. The cost is a rage check. So then, um, okay. Wait, 
I gotcha, I gotcha. I'm just gonna do a, okay, lose a rage, um, and then Lure of the Milky Eye is wisdom, is added to my dexterity stealth check. So okay. I can do like a minus two on that. Um, dexterity, uh, stealth, and instead of plus three, I will also have one plus one. There we go. Oh, my guild. Um, I'll use a willpower to re-roll three of those. It. Okay, so we got three successes. Okay. All right, and so once you do that, where are you? What are you trying to do after you kind of trigger that ability? Um, getting. I'm gonna get. Try to get into the uh, compound. Okay, so you're going to try to just, like, lunge forward and try to push into the compound itself? Okay. Yes. Uh, and so Blur of the Milky Eye become a shimmering, indistinct blur as though seen through a thick mist or skewed lens. So uh, you gain your wisdom bonus. Okay. Um, okay, so it doesn't make you... It just makes you harder to see. It doesn't make you... Yeah. Uh, okay, so they, they still get, like, a awareness test. So if they lose okay. sight of me, I'm hoping to just kind of, like, okay. be harder. Right. That they can shoot me like a lot right now. So you start, you start just just rushing in, and you blow through the gate, kind of knock some people off, like off kilter. They don't expect this to happen. The big guy is shouting, screaming. There's there's flies buzzing all over the place. Uh, people's guns aren't actually working. Things just kind of got extremely strange and wild all at once. And you leap forward, knock people off off their, uh, you know, off their balance, and you rush inside. Uh, you hear the sounds of click, 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 click as they're trying to shoot you. But for some reason, the guns aren't going off. How strange. Uh, Selena, what are you doing? Uh, so I am going to shift form so that I can uh, hairs leap forward. Oh, no. To also try to quickly run. <laughs> why, why would you um, do that? Um, so I'm double checking really quick. It doesn't say anything about what forms. So I'm just trying to sleep that I need to change. Okay. By default, you have to be in the three that I was just telling Jacques. So that's Glabro, Hispo, or Krinos. If some some gifts will let you do others, but it will specifically note it. If it doesn't, then it has to be in one of those. It doesn't. Okay. Okay. So doing my rage check to go into Glabro, successfully keep my rage for that. And so now I'm going to do a check for (laughs) hair sleep, which is another rage check, Um, uh, which I pass. Oh, look at you. Two for two. Everything uh, and then turn it up, Millhouse. Strength plus glory. Okay. Uh, so that is a. I'm gonna just roll strength and insight because it's the same number of dice and see how that goes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna spend a willpower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to do a willpower reroll. So many and like, you you get a brutal outcome. Because uh, that's just everything. You can do there anything else. Two successes. <laughs> you use the first ability. <laughs> oh my god. Where, 
Where are you trying to leap, Selena? Where are you trying to leap? <laughs> oh, God. It's, Where did you want to leap? Horizontally or vertically. So, yeah, so you I, tell me. Vertically or horizontally. So I'm forward, deeper okay. inside. Okay. So for every so. success on the test, I can do three meters horizontally. So I can do six meters horizontally okay. on my strength plus glory. You leap roughly 20 feet forward, following after Lou, who has already kind of knocked someone a little bit off kilter. But in doing so, you basically smash into uh, part of this gate and in, and it kind of not you, you can feel the, your weight. The lunge of your leap has has destabilized it slightly and you can feel it give. Uh, but as you bang into it and try to turn around and get through the, the opening that Lou has just dashed through, that's when the person that Lou had kind of knocked knocked sideways is now up and ready. And you can see with a, because the gun's not working, there's click, 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 and he's like, fucking dogs. And he's just going to smash down at this point with his, um, with the butt of his, uh, his gun here. So uh, give me a pool. Give me a, you can either dodge or you can fight, you know, you can either dodge or you can try to um, uh, attack back. It's up to you. Uh, so if you're attacking back, just give me the brawl. Uh, if, oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking that, why am I doing that? That's, um, that's called Cthulhu. Uh, just give me a brawl uh, strength. And okay, and sorry, is this me or Lou? Me? This is you. You. Oh, she's fine. Okay. No, she passed the rules. <laughs> I, I did not get the brutal outcome. <laughs> she passed the rules and they couldn't shoot a gun at her because she kept running. Sorry. I don't yeah, know why I, I was, she said Lou and I was very like, thankful, Wait, can't you rolling dice. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Man, Come I should have been rolling dice the whole time instead of instead um, of just taking half because I, I, I roll better than average, I think. <laughs> um, not right now. Oh, that's a success too. Sixes are successes. I totally forgot. Okay, I'm going to put that over there. Yeah. It's okay not so... to count those. I'm going to take a willpower uh, right. and re-roll a couple of these. Sure. But expect nothing less. And don't forget, you can always do, what is it, merciless willpower or whatever it is to get all your willpower back. Once per session. Mm. That's freaking better. All right. Two eights and two nines. Four successes on four dice. Oh, that's really, really good. That's really good. That's not as much as my six successes. <laughs> um, Damn it. <laughs> Got to crit. What do you, you want me to do? Uh, okay. So he is just going to smash that. It's just going to be superficial damage. He's just he's just hitting you with it. So it's, it's, it's just two points of superficial damage. But he does, as you okay. kind of stumble off of knocking this, this, this gate, this opening, like off kilter, he just smashes you with it. And he just starts just pounding the, the gun. Uh, so two points of superficial oh, wait, damage. One second. I'm sorry. That was a physical oh, test, right? here we go. Here we go. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in Glabro. And a physical test is plus two dice. Okay. 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 Uh, no, those okay. were not successes, so we're fine. All right. That all, all right. of that. Did you want to willpower those two? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I you can only reroll three. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, currently, Selena is getting smashed uh, with the gun. A couple will say of the other four. 
two are chasing after Lou and effectively firing a gun. The big guy in the two black spiral dancers are focusing on Jacques. Uh, and we see another one of the regular, just the regular locker agents are now, is now kind of running towards where Selena has just been knocked. So that's what's kind of happening. And so that's the whole round. Jacques, Jacques led it by kind of triggering everything. And now we're in the new round. And so we've got Selena, you're effectively in melee with two of these. One of them had to move to get to you. So I'm not going to say he, he hit you. So we got two melee on you. Jacques, you're right in close proximity of the big guy in these two, uh, these two dogs, basically. And then, Lou, you have some distance. So I'll describe for you. As you rush into the actual compound, you see it expand outward in multiple directions with different buildings and compounds and entry points. Straight ahead into your right, uh, you can see what looks like very flat open field. And as you wash overhead, this helicopter seems to be heading off in that direction and is kind of being signaled downwards. Uh, you notice a spotlight suddenly appear on the ground from one of these towers that seems to be trying to locate you and, and sort of get you, know, but it's not quite getting there. Uh, and then you can see there's a handful of buildings uh, that all have various entryways into them that you could potentially run into as well. And the entire compound, there's probably a dozen people scattered about in immediate vision, not any of which are currently turning and looking at you, but they're there and they have the potential to uh, to sort of complicate matters. Uh, so uh, Jacques and Selena, you're in melee with stuff. So we're going to start with the two of you. Uh, what do you want to do on this round? Go ahead, Jacques. Uh, Jacques is going to, uh, he's going to shift into Krinos and, uh, try to bite the throat out of a Fomori. Okay. He is indeed, he is indeed one of many Fomori that I have, uh, programming <laughs> I, ready I to go. <laughs> we are okay. so dead, but that's okay. I should also um, note that, uh, you, and only you, rage. you yep. and only you, by the way, Jacques, you, uh, you take one health damage from those flies. Uh, okay. it'll be superficial to you. I should have pickpocketed those female people for ID. And you have a two dice penalty to all of the dice pools that you uh, have while in the radius of these uh, these fly swarms around you. That's that sucks because that means for this first attack I'm at minus four dice because I just shift. shifted into Krinos. Mm. Yeah, but I'm at plus four for Krinos, so it's just an even. So it's an even split, even brawl. Yeah, or even a, it's even wash. Even brawl. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So no modifier. Roll. I will spend a point of willpower. Okay. If you if you get another brutal outcome on that, I'm not re-rolling <laughs> the wrath the uh, the rage dice. So. Oh, okay. All right. That's true. You've got enough. Okay. I got mine. Oh. Nope. oh. Crap on the stick. So just three successes. <laughs> I got five. Uh, so he, as you charge at him. His, you can see that he's got the manacle that has the silver lashes coming out of one uh, one wrist. But as you come at him, he reaches up. He like kind of reaches into what looks like to be some kind of heavy vest, and he pulls out this lengthy, rusted uh, kind of. It's not a dagger. It's a knife. It's this, this hideous looking, rusted thing. It's almost it's almost like a butcher's uh, like a like a butcher's weapon. And he almost desperately thrusts it out just as you come lunging at him. Uh, and he actually had five successes, so that's two points. It's still—it's not silver, so it's only superficial. But as you leap at him, you feel the the blade kind of cut across your skin, and so two points of superficial in your direction. All right. 
Okay. We're in so much trouble. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> things are going so well. So Jock well. is uh, regretting not hey, going to the Emperor. Lou's it's doing like, great did I come right with these now. two? Lou's doing great right now. Uh, I was thinking myself, then, why in the hell did I go in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selena, what do you want to do? Uh, the same thing. Okay, there's two directly on you uh, at this point. One of them hit, was right on you at the start, and then one of them used their action to close the distance last time around. So there's two on you. Do you want to split your attacks onto both, or do you want to just focus on one? Uh, I think focus on one. Okay. Uh, so then that is strength, you know, strength plus brawl, uh, versus I'm going to do strength melee, uh, as they are basically using their weapons, uh, as something akin to just bludgeoning instruments, essentially. All right. Okay. So it's been a minute since I've been in Crino. So it's plus four to the physical test and then minus two because I just switched forms. Yes. So it's only it's, it's only minus two six dice. in the. Did you just switch forms this turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Then yeah, it's minus two. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I lost a rage, so I'm down to two rage. See, so... now would be a great time to get those brutal results when you attack these things. Perfect. Yeah. Time to get brutal results. It would have been nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have been now, now that I'm down to two dice, yeah. so. <laughs> um, and then so it would be one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, Man. five, six. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, give that a roll. I've done mine. Oh, so many tens tonight. All right. Um, <laughs> must be just nice. Like, just like do those casual statements over time. So, <laughs> I have, so I currently have four successes. That's very good. That's very good. I and too have four successes. Can I spend a willpower to reroll one? Of course, yeah. Okay, because I, I have a one, so I'm rerolling my other rage as long dice as it's just not to a see brutal, what I can get. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's currently a three. Go for Maybe it. use okay. audience dice instead of willpower, yeah, because it's one dice. I'll use audience dice, yeah. I'll use an That's audience. That's a good point. Um, yeah, no, so I just have four. Okay, it's uh, it's effectively it's effectively something of a stalemate, right? Um, though... So you're you're in Krenos, you said, right? Did you shift to yes. Krenos? Yes. Yeah. You sure you've got all your bonuses and everything? Yes, because I'm rolling. Because okay. I've got two strength and two brawl, and I would have gotten a plus four, except I just switched, so I got a plus two. So as you lunge Six at, six. yeah. So as you lunge at the guy, he hold he like. Ah, as you, because you're Krenos form now. So before you were just a giant wolf. Now you're in Krenos form, which is freaking them out. They are prepared, obviously. So delirium's not going to take into effect. They basically just hold up, hold up the gun, and as you bite down, you bite right onto the gun, and they're not doing damage to you, but they're just ah, get it the fuck off me as they're screaming out. Uh, Lou, we're going to come to you. Um, you're being shot at, but it's being it's ineffective. Uh, what do you want to do? Can I take a quick assessment of the buildings, I guess, using sure. Streetwise or investigation or technology to try to figure out which one would be like uh, where they would run experiments or where they would be doing Absolutely. this research? Absolutely. Give me an investigation test. That sounds that sounds perfectly reasonable. Uh, let's say uh, wits. Let's we'll say wits because it's happening fast. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. OK, that's better. Okay, six successes. That's fantastic. 
That's nice. As you're racing through the shadows, trying to dodge the spotlight, you hear the shouts from behind. You see other people now are starting to react to the shouts of the people that are trying to chase you. You do notice at one point that people wearing some of those Echo Labs coveralls here and there come and go from this centralized single-story building, in fact, uh, that has a handful of what looks like antenna and stuff coming out of it. There are larger buildings around. This seems almost like almost forgettable to look at, but it's right there in the center, single story, very short, very modest looking, but you see one or two come out of that. That would be your best guess. Right, that's the one. I'm going to try to uh, get in the door. Okay, give me, uh, go ahead and just give me a dex athletics test to see if you can race into the door before it closes. Dex athletics. Yeah, Um, otherwise it's going to be a whole thing about trying to like hack through the door security and stuff. Can I just try to hack through the door on security stuff? That means yeah, you would have I'll to do- stop and get shot at first. <laughs> All right, I'll do I'll do a dex check uh, with athletics. <clears throat> there we go. Do I get any? I'm currently no. That's physical <laughs> test. Damn. All right, here this we go. This is a physical <laughs> test. This is a physical test. Oh, I gonna get this is plus a physical two. Test. You're plus running two. as fast as you can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, run- I, well running yeah. is like dexterity. There yeah. we go. You are just I a bat of hell. You come <laughs> racing in just as the door closes. You hear like, <laughs> as you look around and there are these like Echo Labs guys. None of them have like guns or anything on them. One of them looks like it's just eating a sandwich <laughs> and drops it on the ground. And they're like, what the fuck? One of them got loose. One of them got loose. And uh, they start panicking. Uh, you notice in this room, Lou, that there like this, this building, it seems very f- uh, like it's, it's tile floors, very simple, basic looking place. But you notice that there are no laps. I uh, do have do- milky eye up, so I do look blurry to them. Yeah, well, you kind of ran in right behind them, so I feel <laughs> like I know, the milky eye is going to be yeah. that big of a thing here. Uh, but that'll help you with some of the ones outside. Uh, but here, you're looking around, and you okay. can see that there are lifts that seem to go down. Like You think that maybe these labs are built now into the mountain itself. Oh, As this is going up, to suck. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So let's check in for a moment before we go to the next round with Eustace and Duke. Uh, Last we saw Eustace and Duke, uh, Duke was burning alive from the inside out. Uh, Eustace, you're doing fine. Uh, But uh, as you guys are approaching this tumbling ziggurat, you see suddenly the ziggurat stop and then just shooting out from all different sides and directions. These beams and these lights come out. And then floating out of it are these more of those orbs. Those little orbs start coming out and you can see them. And as one of them gets close and you maybe kind of hide and shade, they're just these giant glowing eyeballs uh, that are just floating all around. And then you, again, you think it's just they're throwing out more and more surveillance. Um, you hear as you get closer and closer, there's some like these really extremely dark shadows uh, that just seem to defy uh, what you expect. Uh, Like your eyes are usually much better and you're in the umbra, so it might just be playing tricks with you. But you also hear whispers coming from them uh, in a language that is somewhat unfamiliar. Uh, And it's just sort of wafting out from that darkness. Uh, And it's at that point, too, that you notice 
the front of the building of the front of this massive compound lights up like a freaking Christmas tree, like just intensity of action is happening, which you would probably figure something's going down. Uh, what would you guys like to do? All right. So turn around, go back home. <laughs> I'm assuming that means our rest of our pack is in some deep shit. So we've got, we got a choice. We can either continue being all nimbly, bimbly and stealthy, or we can choose to make sacrifice play, be some big damn assholes ourselves and draw some attention away. Uh, I am going to have to probably start the right now because I don't know how long I'm going to make it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I can't just take a moment to say I'm sorry. I've given you some shit about not being the guy who's willing to make sacrifice play because that looks like it hurts a lot. <laughs> and I am really sorry that I have said some uh, some offhand remarks in your direction. That was untowards me, and uh, I rescind those. It's all right. Just uh, be safe. And right, which of... way do you want to go? Which way can I draw their attention towards? Yeah, I mean, he's just going to look for... He's somewhere where at least the eyes aren't really coming, and he's just going to start preparing there and... He knows he doesn't have a lot of time to mm -hmm. do that. So you guys but don't see a Thunderbird, just so you know. So if you're looking to do so, if you're looking to do the right to like, or like you don't even see one. You don't even know where it is yet. So like the right is probably premature at this point. But if you're looking around for somewhere where you're not being seen, um, let's see, uh, just putting together like a half pool. You have decent. No, you do. You have terrible awareness. Uh, Eustace, what's your awareness? Uh, my awareness is three. Yeah, my Plus awareness like is three. An in, or a wits, something like that. Uh, three and two, so five. Okay, so um, you all are within sight in the umbra of the exterior, the perimeter, and you can see there is these spire-like protrusions, and they're very slick. You can see, like, they're almost, like, coated uh, with some sort of, like, oil-like substance, very reflective here and there. You would imagine these might be the towers up, up ahead, uh, and you can see that at various points, these gargoyle-like looking uh, affectations are, are built uh, here and there. And everything's just gazing out with these massive eye, like eyeball spheres. Uh, and you can see they're all, there's also these very much smaller little kind of skittering spirits just moving about here and there. Like you could definitely tell like it's the type of thing where if you tried to scale it, you would be probably detected. But you do think it's possible maybe to go under. Uh, I say Eustace with your kind of taking half, like it might be possible to weave underneath. Uh, Warchild did say that there were possibly tunnels and such. There are caves and stuff. Yeah. They did run into some black spiral dancers down there, but that's an option. So all right, and before you go, Nova, maybe we try and sneak in as close as we can because we don't want them like pushing you back. We want to get you as close to the center as we can. So we just Take into account what we got. Try and yeah, we can. I thought the obelisk thing was where the bird was. So if we need to keep going. We can keep going. But you know what? Is that what you feel? Because man, if you're feeling that, I'm with you. you just can I roll yeah, like a colt or something to see if I would think? Sure. Yeah. What about yeah, like a colt intelligence? Uh, wisdom. I would probably put it onto uh, the renown. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's what I would probably say. Sure, sure, sure. This is probably more like a gut feel just based upon your experience. 
strength, just because that's the only thing that's one. Two. I'll re-roll. Sorry. Okay. All right. Five. All right. Five nice. successes. From what you could tell by looking at that, that like kind of tumbling ziggurat, it doesn't it like it it seems to be reacting in a protective manner of the base. So it doesn't really make sense that that's where it would be. Um, okay. So you would probably start getting the sense that maybe you're looking to go down instead of up. All right. Uh, I don't think it's that, but let's follow your plan and hurry. I don't have much All time. Right. Let's try it. Okay. Uh, you start to... So does that mean you're going kind of you're taking those like tunnels, those little shadowy tunnels? Yeah. All right. So as the two, you go inside. You um the those those whispers like are continuing to sort of sort of whisper and cough at you from who the hell knows where. And mm -hmm. as you look mm -hmm. at the different sides of the tunnels as you're coming through, you realize that they don't you don't look like it doesn't it's not like rock. It doesn't look that way. Instead, what you see is more like um it has like these crystalline formations as you kind of push through it, these almost black like obsidian, like very rough though. It's not, it's not as the smooth crystals. You can see it's been fractured left and right. Uh, and you can see along the way, there is a wolf head sticking out, uh, like just the head detached, severed in some way. And you can see it's hanging there almost as if it's like mounted, like you're in some kind of hunting lodge. And there is this spiral that's, carved into the forehead and the mouth is open it's not moving and it's in sort of like lupus or, or hispo form and the mouth is open and it seems that's where those whispers are coming from but the mouth isn't, isn't kind of moving along with it um, the further along you press you feel this this hum begin to uh, sort of permeate as well as if noise is continuing and then eventually you hear what sounds like foot footsteps like doosh, 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 coming from up ahead in the darkness. What do you guys want to do? So here's what I'm going to say. Push comes to shove. You're the one that's got the brains and the know-how. I'll be the distraction if it comes to. If we can sneak past it, great. If we can't, I'll hold it up. You go. Agreed? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, Eustace, we could do the same thing like we did up, up top. Do you want to roll stealth? Or one of you can roll stealth and then just take an extra rage die uh, for bringing, I'll, leading the others. I'll go for stealth. Yeah, give me a stealth. Um, take an extra rage die from Duke. Don't worry about rune. You're not going to make that an issue. That'll be contested from my my Fomori friend. And re-roll as many as you want. I will spend a willpower to re-roll four d10s. Go for it. That is a good idea because I did actually roll three successes, so we're even right now. You need at least one more. Woo! Nice. Bam, there you go. Three, three more. more. All right, so you're up to six successes. The two of you managed to wait in one of these strange little alcoves of shadow. As you do, you feel the temperature 
in this little alcove just completely just fall out and it almost feels like you're freezing just just this intense this intense cold and both of you feel some kind of hand begin to just sort of wrap around Eustace you can see it going on to Duke Duke you can see going on to Eustace the pulsing of the of the of the fire serpent is enough to kind of combat a lot of that cold you can feel it fighting with it though but you feel like just some kind of icy grass, like some something dead, something ghostly, Eustace. And as you watch the path that you were just on, you see what looks essentially like a giant piece of meat with these tiny little flecks and holes, almost like honeycombed in some way. And you hear the sounds of and you see swarming around this giant hulking mass of meat. There's this huge swarm. And it doosh, doosh, and it goes past you to the point where you seem to have stealth around it. You sneak out from the alcove, you look back for a moment, and you just see blackness. You don't see any signs of hands, you don't see any signs of anything, but something was trying to grab you. But now, like, you look back for a moment, Eustace, you're an humble traveler. Something about that place, that is something, something was very, very wrong. Like, you can, yeah. something, something is... Something's not quite right. Like as if it's the Umbra is. Duke, there are damaged. times I wish I couldn't see spirits because that's just bad. Okay. That's bad. The two of you push forward a ways. You hear the doof, doof, doof moving away. And eventually you come to what looks to be the end of this cavern. Across in the far distance, you just see this these floating platforms of reflective metal here and there just kind of moving about um and then you see this massive black abyss in front of you and at the very very bottom you can see these little tiny lights just sort of floating around uh all far far below (laughs) <laughs> the that? squinting and the pointing. All right. Uh, I see you're confused. I think it's down there. I'm going to go over here and start the ritual. This is probably goodbye. You should probably take Rune and get out of here and go to the physical world. Well, I'm going to keep watching, see if there's something that tries to mess with you doing that ritual. Okay. If you want, but just be ready to leave because if this thing comes out, Agreed. I'm going to stick around, make sure you do what needs you to get doing, and okay. uh... Okay, so Duke, it's going to be fine. You settle in. Rune will come kind of over near you. She'll reach out to go to grab your hand, but then realizing your arms are essentially these tendrils of liquid fire, she recoils a bit, but she tries to lend her help. And we'll say the three of you with Eustace taking watch are trying to unleash that fire spirit, trying to draw out Perhaps what might be below at the bottom of that shaft. Let's go back to the gates uh, of the in the physical world. We got Jacques. You have this massive femori on you with a knife that has some of your blood. It's two spiral dogs kind of recoiled. But now seeing it, you attack its master, they bare their teeth. You can see blood and saliva slathering out of them. They lunge at you as well. And so you have three on you. Selena, you've got two. Uh, of these uh, these guards. Uh, so what do you two want to do? Go ahead, Jack. Uh, 
so shock Jacques. for a bit. I'm like, <laughs> Jacques, Jacques, I heard it wrong. Jacques. So Jacques seeing these two, the two spiral, uh, black spiral dancer hounds or, or Garou, whatever they are, coming at him, he is going to try to slip around the Fomori so that he's he's got the Fomori between him and the two dog, between the two hounds. Okay. I like it. Uh, and then are you attacking the Fomori? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's gonna try to, I'm going to try to bite his spine. All right. So if you're focusing on them, go for it. I will... I'm going to roll melee now since he's got the knife. And go from there. Man, oh. I can... Uh, okay, I'll be willpowering it again. I didn't roll well this time. First bad roll tonight. Mm-hmm. I only rolled 17. First successes. bad roll. I've been rolling. Really yes, rolling. I got a I got a brutal. That <laughs> makes a me very time. happy. Right, so, uh, what's your total successes? My total successes is four with a brutal outcome and then <laughs> plus one aggravated damage on the bite if anything goes through. Okay. Uh, so if aim was the damage, it's plus four successes on a brutal outcome, um, which is definitely the case. Uh, so you have four four successes plus what you normally rolled. So that's eight total uh, is what plus I'm looking at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus eight, one. Eight on the one. So eight, eight successes minus is three. So there's a difference of five. So you do five plus your one. Plus so one. six total damage, all aggravated. Cool. Uh, let me double check because I do have a toughness thing. Let me see. You bite into him and you can feel that very rubbery, dense flesh. Uh, as you rip into it, you even feel some of the flies just just kind of kind of pop in your mouth as your teeth sink in. Uh, so, okay, so he has an ability. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Uh, I can reduce I can reduce all damage taken by three before having. So he has an ability to essentially have certain damage. So you did a total of six. We said right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Gets halved. Or minus three and then half. So you're going to do damage to him, but you're not going to do nearly as much as you think. You're going to rip this chunk of flesh off of this meaty flank of his. Uh, and any other person, that probably would have been enough to like have them go into some kind of panic. But he just looks down at now this arm that's just missing a chunk, and he just... And this spewing of flies comes out you again. I'm um, also going to do a, a free action rage check to try to heal a couple points of. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Damage. Definitely do those regens. Okay. I'm going to have the dogs attack you. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Where did I put my dogs? I just have so many stat blocks. It's ridiculous right now. <laughs> so going to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling surprisingly confident. Uh, I, normally I haven't been. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the way we've been rolling. <laughs> you, you guys had such a good play, and it been brutal outcome. Brutal outcome. Brutal outcome. Like, like four in a row, yeah. I know, it's just rough. Like you had, it, it, was, a good, it was a solid plan. Uh, okay, so you've been attacked. Uh, so you've been attacked. You didn't, you, so you weren't trying to attack them. So you can try to essentially... Um, you could do dex athletics uh, effectively. Yep. Uh, so go ahead and give that a roll as you try to put him between you and them. So go ahead and give that Dex okay. Athletics roll. Um, 
I'm rolling these as essentially like one. Unbelievable, man. One okay, one I will uh, spend a one willpower. Okay. Oh, if only we had that willpower reroll as many as we need. Mm-hmm. Two successes. I have three <laughs> on the attack, so the attack does actually go off. Uh, and so they're going to bite you. Um, as you and, and the, I'm just attacking them as like one, like a like a duo. I'm not making mm-hmm. separate attacks with them. Uh, so you're going to take. Uh, this is. So one difficulty. So it's going to be two points of damage uh, from the bite. Um, is that aggravated? That's what I'm double checking. I think it actually is aggravated. I bet it is. It is aggravated. Yep, two points. Ooh. As they bite into you. Um, yeah. Okay. Just double checking. All right. Uh, Selena, what would you like to do? Uh, so the first thing that Selena needs to do is spend a willpower because I didn't kill anything last time. Oh, that's true. Jacques as well. So I'm spending a willpower, yeah. uh, to not, um, frenzy. I think I don't want a frenzy. Um, and so then I'm going to try to attack again. Actually, I'm just so, going to frenzy. So what does frenzy do? Hey, she just got to fight till you die. Basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's what he was going to do anyway, so... So, in Frenzy, you ignore health-based impairments. Uh, You get plus three bonus to resist mental abilities, but you cannot use gifts or willpower. Uh, You cannot perform defensive acts outside of regeneration. Uh, To leave Frenzy, you have to succeed at a willpower test at difficulty two when the fight is over or reaching zero rage. Leaving Frenzy sets rage to zero. Amazing. I'll spend I the willpower. Sp- I spent the willpower. Frenzy. Okay. I might, yeah. I, might, I might go in later, but I'll spend yeah. it. They're like, ooh. We're not yeah. there yet. Mm, uh, but I'll no gifts. Okay. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now um, this time I will be rolling eight dice because I've got my two, four, six, and then I'm rolling eight because I get the benefit to Krenos and I do not get the uh, negative because I didn't just switch into Krenos. So. And you're not and you're not in the cloud of flies like me. That is true. You're <laughs> right. Not in the cloud of flies. You're just fighting normal people, by the way. Like they have armor, but like otherwise you're, you're fighting normal people. Are you attacking <laughs> right. only one? Are you attacking only one? Yes. Yes, okay, I am. So I, I, will, um, I will. The one that you're attacking, I will uh, swing back again as we're in this stalemate of you trying to bite his uh, bite through his thing. Yeah. Uh, I am going to, before I know what you got, I am going to, um, spend an audience. I'm going to spend two audience to reroll two. I'm going to spend 19 audience reroll dice. Okay. (laughs) I don't like my roll. Yep. Um, hell yeah. All right. Excellent. So that is a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and a brutal. Cause I got two ones on my, uh, rage. So that's, that's basically plus four successes if your intent was to damage or harm. So with that, so don't count. So so that's plus four. And then how many other successes? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so nine total successes. All right, I rolled zero successes on Dia. <laughs> so Finally. Descri- <laughs> describe how you just obliterate this guy as that will be enough. Uh, 
So this is Claus. Um, and so she just sort of kind of rears up and is just kind of just blurry of Claus here, um, just tearing this uh, to shreds. Okay, so it's, so it is close. That's nice. That's twelve points of damage then that you're doing because the claws are plus three. Uh, it is the claws, however, aren't aggravated. Uh, but because you still got to twelve, that is exactly enough to kill him because he had six health. He had six total health, and so twelve points of superficial damage is six ag. So you were that was really close actually. Uh, all right, so yeah, you just just rake through him. There is still one more um, who will continue to try to kind well. Of- let me roll a test to see if he if he tries to back away. <laughs> Let me roll a little. Selena actually looks scary in a fight. Like someone yeah, right. might not want to take her on. So I rolled another crit. So that's six successes. Uh, so he's going to stick in the fight because he's so brave. He's so, he's so powerful so brave. and brave. So and brave. He could kill me. Part, so, I, 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 you know. I might realize... <laughs> Would the, would the better thing for him be to run away? I don't know. Anyhow, he's going to try to hit you with uh, the butt of his gun. Um, so you can go ahead and roll dodge athletics. Just try to get out of the way okay. of this. All right, excuse me. Uh, athletics decks. I, I keep saying dodge. It's not okay. called Cthulhu, Jeff. It's not called Cthulhu. <laughs> um, so that's just four. for, th- And this is a physical test. So this is a physical I test. I still get You're the bonus for dodge physical. out of the way. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm still rolling the Blood oh. dripping from your claws. All right. Um, so that is um, a lot of successes. Um, so okay. I got one, two, three, four. You're good. So I, I, I got two successes. Two tens. You're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, he swings down. You manage to dodge out of the way. His his best friend, his brother-in-law, falls before him. <laughs> innards on the ground. <laughs> Tell your sister I love you. <laughs> and he falls. Uh, yeah. uh, we're going to cut to Lou. Lou, you are in a lobby of some kind of tech building. There are a handful of what look like Echolabs folks around who are a little bit terrified and confused. And they're calling saying, one of them's free, one of them's free. They don't have any. They don't have any weapons though, so they can see their hands are up, and they're like, e- "Easy, easy, girl, easy, easy." Shut girl. the fuck up! I am not the fucking dog. Um, what is? Wait, what form uh, are you in? <laughs> uh, Hasbro. Uh, no, not Hasbro. Glabro, uh, Glabro. <laughs> oh, Glabro. I'm Wolf. Okay. I'm okay, Wolf right now. <laughs> like, okay, so I, th- I thought I thought Hasbro. That's why I was saying dog. No, no, okay. no. I'm Glabro. I need. I thought I'd need my hands. Um, <laughs> they're still gonna say easy, girl. Um, so the guy that uh had the door open that i just pushed past to get in here uh i'm gonna do a quick scan to see if he has like id or a key card to get through things so i guess lanyard or one of those little dumb pocket clips or if he has the wallet one you just try to you just want to like mug him and take his stuff is that oh yes i am going to sleight of hand steal his sheets uh (laughs) okay go ahead because uh, I have specialty close. in sleight of hand. Yeah. The sleight of hand. Situationally, this, like, you get up nice and close to them. Like, you're Why? Larcenery? I'll like give it to you. staring at you. I'll give it to you. Um, I, so go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go roll. I think it is larceny, actually, because I think subterfuge is, is a social skill. Yep. Uh, so larceny. I'm not being subtle. Probably makes the most uh, sense. Or sure. strength, honestly, if you're not being subtle and you're just like, 
pushing him nope, down. Nope, we're going to take dexterity. Strength is not well. Actually, hold on. I guess I get plus two. So this, if I use strength, it would be a physical test. So yeah, it's sucks. a physical test either way. It's going to be a physical test either way. Oh, okay. So I'll take dexterity and the physical modifier. Okay. All Peace right. and thank you. All right, I'm gonna wow. roll. Give me it's your stuff. <laughs> I'm uh, taking it now. He's like, easy go. <laughs> it's touching me, Jim. It's touching me, Jim. Make oh, a stop touching me. Up. Go, go, <laughs> piece your pants somewhere else, you disgusting human. Oh, I can't believe I said that. I'm going to the <laughs> elevator. She's finally and, coming around. <laughs> yeah, and Jim, they can talk. As you uh, as you head over to the elevator, you've got the lanyard. Yeah, uh, I'm smarter than you too, you dimwit. And then as you go up to the Go up to the, to the elevator and you go inside. As the doors start to close, you're so smart. Why are you going back in your kit? And then the doors close uh, as your <laughs> elevator starts to descend. I will remember his face. And I will <laughs> set gremlins on his tech for the rest of his life. Uh, Eustace, you said that you were uh, in the Umbra. You are keeping an eye on Duke. You're looking and listening for any signs of potential... Potential danger. Um, mm -hmm. You do notice something somewhat odd uh, as you as you see those kind of moving, shifting, reflective platforms begin to move across that giant black abyss. Um, when when they get probably within when the physical world would be about twenty feet, you notice they are probably a good ten by ten in terms of size, 10, 10 feet by ten feet, and the reflections they're giving off are just distorted uh, in some kind of strange blackened way. And you can see almost like roiling mist inside of them instead of you and instead of Duke and instead of Rune. Um, give me a... I know you don't have a cult, uh, but give me a... Hmm. You can give me a occult test... You can use your umbral. Eh, what's your umbral traveler at again? What are you at? You at the full the full. Shebang. I've got a three and a four, so I've got seven ranks in it. Okay. Because they you have to buy them individually, so I've got yeah. the three rank and the four rank. So I'm not really sure how you would qualify that in this situation. So okay. Seven pips, but only two really. All right. Give me. Give me an intelligence. Occult test. I know you don't have it. Plus three, and like you take you take three three extra dice for it. Okay. Okay. Roll well. Three successes. <laughs> okay. <Yay>. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're starting to get a particularly bad feeling, Eustace, between that kind of blackened alcove, the strange whispers, the reach of that ghostly-like arm that almost tried to wrap and pull you and Duke away. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking forward and you're seeing these strange reflections with this roiling mist. It makes sense that you would know it, though, because you maybe because of your time spending with you know, Danny Perez, ghost, etc. You You're getting this feeling that... The Umbra here is wounded in some way, torn, shaped in some fashion, and that what you're looking at is 
perhaps small little rips or tears to another place, a worse place, a darker place. That makes uh, sense. With three I successes, you might not know the language. But yeah. And so you're getting the sense like there's that's something more. It's something something worse, something terrible. Um, and so you're getting a sense that whatever they've been doing here, they're either accidentally ripping tears or or they're drawing from like the dark umbra or from some other place uh, things into into the umbra or into the physical world that they shouldn't be like they are really screwing around with things. They are they are playing with a a certain level of fire and there's a very tentative thread that seems to be uh, be here and you're seeing all these different signs that things are destabilizing in a particular way. Uh, so that's what that's what you see as it comes forward. It's, they're not doing anything to you. They're just sort of there floating and shifting around. Um, but you do get the sense that you're being observed. But you don't think you're being observed by like Echo Labs and Lockroom. You think there's some something through there that's looking out at you and Duke. Get a chill that kind of runs down your spine a bit as that happens. All right. Well... Not really excited about this, but they haven't gone hostile yet, so I feel like that means I shouldn't jump on them just yet. Okay. Gask Rune, keep an eye on Duke when he's done. Help him she out. Is. Yeah. Um. Gonna try to entreat with these things that are pained and aggrieved. <laughs> Eustace. If nothing else, to be a distraction to them, Eustace, so that I please. can talk to them and keep them looking at me instead of Duke. You just please give me an etiquette roll. <laughs> Ghost Hell etiquette. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Your etiquette mean, bonus. Yeah. An etiquette Your roll. Your pain is extremely too. high difficulty on this one, by the way. But uh, I know etiquette is your is your jam. Um Remember all the Charisma, maybe. Um Okay. Give it a try. Come on. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. What? Tell okay. them what you rolled. Tell okay. I, I rolled an eight. I have <laughs> every dice was a success and it's a crit. And a crit. I had, I had six dice with eight successes. It makes no sense. Awesome. This is the man. Dear God. Uh, okay, listen, I said you could roll it, which means if you succeed it, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna stick with it. You hear that strange voice once more that you saw, they heard the whispers initially, and it's again a language that seems, now that you've heard it a little bit more, more and more and more familiar. Um, and you can't quite discern it, but it's that, and you realize that it's some kind of ritual, some sort of chant, some sort of um, kind of demonic utterance, devilish in some way. This is a place beyond werewolf. This is somewhere else. This is wraith-like. This is this is something with the dead. And uh, you you somehow give it pause, and the shifting of the the panel stops for a moment, and you see these glowing eyes just suddenly emerge within the mist. And in this broken, broken English or whatever language that you hear it as now, um, you just hear it say, flee, 
will be consumed. We will do so as soon as we can. I grieve for you and your righteous slumber being unfairly disturbed, but there is another who is trapped here. We would hope by freeing them, perhaps you can be returned to that rest that you so justly deserve. Hmm. And it just says, flee, will be leaped. Those are your choices. Mm. Okay. And then it goes back and you start hearing the chant. And you see the swirling mist once more. We're cut over to Duke. You're with Rune. Uh, she's been aiding you as best she can. You can take an extra die on on the ritual. And what are you trying to unleash the spirit, or are you trying to make contact with the Thunderbird below? Because uh, you're not next to the Thunderbird, so trying to make contact with it is is going to be very very difficult because you're not next to it. But you could try. Um, I think it's like sort of a combo. Like he's trying to. He's sacrificing himself to let the spirit help him mm -hmm. in this. So he was wants to. He basically is trying to get the spirit to like release the other spirit. If that makes sense, right? Like using okay. its aid to release the Thunderbird or go contact the Thunderbird, whatever we want to call it. Okay. Uh, I would say let's go. Give me an occult test. Uh, you can uh, let's do a cult with. Probably resolve to be honest. Um, okay. And this is really just to see whether it could it burns through you or is it separate from you. Um, Duke doesn't care if it burns through him. So I'll give it a roll though. Yeah. Resolve a cult. A cult resolve. Yeah. Three. Three successes. You want to re-roll it? You're not gonna get a brutal outcome, so. Um, I would have to do the willpower thing. Once per session, and we're at the end, so we're going to have another session, so. Yeah. Okay, so that gives me... Take a point of Hirano is basically yeah. what you're doing, and you're... I think it's Hirano. I always get him confused. Um, Hoglosk. Hoglosk. It's Hog Hoglosk. Okay, Hirano is the other one. All right. Is that All right. Um... Reckless Rage or whatever. And I can reroll one more. Two, five. five successes thus far. Okay. Five. So what will basically happen, and we'll say this is from sort of Eustace's perspective and Rune's perspective is Duke, you're because it's almost very internal. Like you're not even verbalizing as you're communicating with this spirit, and it's all happening like mentally at this point. It's this combination of your like your inner inner fire with it. And trying to to get it to do your bidding in some in some fashion, get it to to sort of do what you want it to do. You certainly feel that it has this rage inside of it. I mean, if you're a werewolf, you recognize rage when you when you feel it, and and it is boiling and boiling and boiling. But somehow, you manage to get it to focus, and it rips free from your body. Eustace, you look over and you can see Duke like a like a cinder, like a fire, like a fiery log after um, like a 
you know, a fireplace has, has sort of died down, falls to the ground, blackened, charred, but but still living. And you watch as erupting from him this kind of that, this coiling, fiery, massive snake that just starts to pull on out. And you see these tiny little wings begin to grow on either side. And it starts to swirl around and swirl around. And it lets out this this loud roar uh, and it lifts up and it plunges down that dark, dark abyss. And as you watch it go down, Eustace, you can see level by level by level light just just erupts and erupts and erupts until finally it disappears down below. You hear the sounds of that, that one sentry in the back. Kind of call out and you realize it's probably coming back. Rune is tending to Duke. Duke, you are alive, but you will take two points of aggravated damage. Uh, as this burns through you once more. And then all of you, both inside the Umbra and outside, you hear a massive thunderclap. And then the earth begins to shake and shake. Lou, you're inside an elevator. You suddenly feel almost weightless as your body goes up. Everything kind of goes back and forth and smashes against the side of the lift light goes red and suddenly you feel yourself plunging and falling jacques selena you are by the front the towers themselves begin to shake and rumble and then you watch as one of the lights just comes crashing down and explodes right next to you as the thunderbird is awakened and that's where we're going to end and we will pick up for the final episode next week uh part two of our finale We'll see if you guys can potentially get out alive at this point. Now it's just time to cut and run. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cut and run, okay. huh? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Live to fight another day for the Green Mother, unless you're trapped in an elevator halfway down and yeah. <laughs> falling down a big hole. God, yeah. It's just so just just I couldn't help but like when you're like, you guys are fucking stupid. I'm just like, you're the one going back down in your cage. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's other oh, things down there. Though. That's fun. So cool. Okay, so uh, Thunderbird's awake. Uh, Duke is hanging by a thread. Uh, Eustace is seeing demons of another another world trying to um, break into this and, and sort of do We're things. Cool. Okay. Jacques and Selena are still fighting some of the guards out front, and Lou, uh, you know, lying <laughs> on the floor of an elevator. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that started off really bad. It started off really bad, but it's, it's the luck is turning. It did. So, yeah. So, hopefully, it'll turn back at the end. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and let's close it down, do some final plugs, and then we'll get on out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with my good pal, my, my great friend. Uh, I've been playing with him for years. He's a wonderful guy. Jeremy, tell us about this Patreon. And recent Patreons, maps, tokens, and comments go mine. I can't beat you when you have that long a setup. <laughs> You cheat the best. I've learned. I've learned. <laughs> I know. I know. You should check it out. Why not? Absolutely, you should. Absolutely, you should. Uh, Aaron, uh, tell us about what's going on with Garblack. Let's see. Next week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Millie will be back continuing her Free League uh, Coriolis run. Uh, then on Wednesday, I will be back as the narrator as we return to the Marvel multiverse Cataclysm of Kang. Uh, 
as we are defending New York City. So we'll, we'll see how they do. Then on uh, Thursday, you'll be able to join uh, Garblag himself. Pete will be continuing his run of heroic deeds. It's his own RPG that's currently on Kickstarter for another week and a half or so. He's like a few dollars shy of making it. So definitely go over and check the Kickstarter out. It's a great game. We've played a few sessions here on Tuesday nights the last couple of weeks. Uh, and if you want to see an expert run it, uh, Pete is going to continue the Red Hand of Doom next Thursday. Absolutely. And if you would like to see Melissa get the shit kicked out of her, check out episode two of our heroic deeds. That was so <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Good times. Uh, what else do we have? Go oh, it was, it was like, a, we, we thought we were like, okay, gonna roll a new character now. Uh, number, <laughs> let's see, what else we got going on? Uh, tomorrow, uh, Delta Green, we are back to that. Um, we'll see whether or not Steven survives. He got shot a couple times. We'll see what happens. Um, so Saturday, we're doing some Call of Cthulhu. We're back to L.A. Uh, I think we're going to a mafia gambling party on a uh, on a ship off the coast of L.A. So it should be fun. Uh, Monday, I think. Oh, Monday, we have a special one shot. Our buddy Chuck uh, also has a game up on Kickstarter for Zine Quest. Uh, he's got Teenage Odyssey. He's going to do one shot for us. And so we can kind of see what it's all about. Uh, it's based on the Into the Odd system, which we love here. We've played it a bunch of times, especially Electric Bastion Lands, one of my favorite games that we've ever played on the stream. Uh, and so it's using that same basic system, but in like a, a 90s uh, kind of teenage weird wasteland. So coming out, uh, take a look at that. And then Tuesday, we'll be back. Aaron's doing more heroic deeds. And we'll see uh, in what hor horrible ways we're going to die. Uh, as uh, we almost died just getting yes. into the moat house. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah that's true. <laughs> I, I have plans. I have plans. It yeah. should be horrible. I mean, there should be I some think, true, true tears. It's a, and it's our last. I think it's our last. Uh, our last. The last hurrah. So, so I mean, really, we're gonna be in pieces by the end. Uh, so that's we'll the goal. Else. It's good that's to have cool. goals, and that's my goal. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay, that's it for us. Check out the uh, YouTube channel if you haven't already. Adventures and lollygagging. Check out the Discord as well. We got a new Discord up. Just started it a couple weeks ago. Come hang out, talk games, all that fun stuff. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid. Uh, let's go with Dork Tales. Uh, let's give them a raid. So follow that raid. Have a good rest of your night. Come back tomorrow. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Good night.